Hello, everyone. This is the Parks Academy, where we discuss and celebrate all things theme parks related. We focus mainly on Disney parks and resorts in both Anaheim and Orlando. My name is Paige. My name is Stephen. And today we will be wrapping up our mini series about the D23 Expo. This uh, I've actually been waiting to get to this one. Um, uh, the Disney films were fun. Marvel picks Marvel Lucasfilm stuff was fun, but this is like the one I was really most excited about. So. I can't wait to get into this one. Um, Before we do, what are you excited about this week? My answers are always TV answers. I just love TV, I guess. But I have two things I'm excited about this week, and that's because they both returned this week. That is Survivor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also The Amazing Race, but that's not one of my top two things here. And the Halloween Baking Championship. Yeah. Yes. That's a fun. That's a fun one. I love competition that shows. And Halloween Wars are a lot of fun. I know. All of my competition shows are back. Great British Bake Off is back. Amazing Race is back. The Voice is back. They're all back. Mm-hmm. Dancing with the Stars is back. Man. Yeah. Exclusively on Disney Plus this time around, yes. which is interesting. Yes. Um Yeah, that's cool. Mine's also well, so I'm um uh, yeah, th- those baking shows are fun. We watch them on Discovery Plus every year, the Christmas ones and Halloween ones, and they're always like way too much fun. So um, I'm actually really excited about Andor. We watched the first two episodes of that. Well, we watched the first episode. You watched. The I watched second the second one where episode. You fell asleep. I watched my eyelids. Yeah, uh, it's great so far. I'm kind of um, I'm kind of um, ingesting the show slowly. Because I don't really want to just plow through the first three. So I've just gone one a day right now. And uh, the first two are phenomenal. So I'm, I'm very happy. I enjoyed the one and a quarter that I saw. Yeah. Uh, B2 Emo is like my new favorite. Um, my new favorite droid. So the story is fantastic. Um, we are on a slight, slight time crunch for this episode. So we are going to jump straight into the Disney announcements for the parks. And just other things that were not uh, media related. So um, this all happened. To, uh, most of this actually that we're talking about happened on day three, uh, where where they had all of these just huge announcements regarding the parks and what was happening, um, and what we can just some updates on things we already knew about, and then also like um, things that were just total surprises. And interestingly enough. A few things that Paige and I already predicted on previous episodes that we wanted to see come to the parks. So, so we're psychic that's, is that's what crazy. basically what we're telling you. Yeah, or I think we're just as smart as like Disney CEOs, or someone's listening. Yeah, right. Um, okay, so there were a lot of announcements for the Disney Parks uh, panel, and um, one of the first things that that comes to mind that's really cool. Uh, was that Hulk uh, meet and greet coming to? Well, it already happened. I think it actually happened like two days ago. But uh, the Hulk was coming to Avengers Campus. It was really, really cool. Uh, bringing him out on the stage, he was dressed up in his uh, almost like that quantum uh, jumpsuit that he wore in Endgame, um, and it was it was really impressive. They have like a, it almost has like a um, the screen face. But in this case, it works pretty well, actually. I think due to the nature of it being within a helmet, so it's in, encased with, you know, plastic or yeah, what it's not glass, but it, that right. thick plastic. Um, and so I think it does look more realistic behind this where it's supposed to be within a helmet instead of just projecting a face onto like a 
a model. Right. I think it looks more realistic that way. Yeah, I wasn't. Um, I was really surprised by this, and they they couldn't really successfully do the Hulk, um, in like you know his his Hulk form with no shirt and and um, no helmet and stuff, um, just because of the way that the face moves. It'd just be way too big. But this is cool. I, I really like it a lot. The the only thing though that I'm gonna say about Avengers Campus that I think is kind of a, it's a good thing and a bad thing at the same time is. They only have these specialized characters out for a very short period of time and then they're gone. So like they had Moon Knight out for a very short period of time, America Chavez, um uh, uh Zombie Captain America. Like these characters are very, very sparse. And so you either have to be a local in Southern California or be there at the exact right time to see this stuff. So it's not super accessible to people, which is kind of too bad because like all of your staple characters, like, you know, Natasha and uh, Captain America, um, I don't know, like OG Avengers, Thor, they're going to be there. But like, if you want to see like um, Lady Thor, (laughs) it's just, you don't get to see it all the time. And that's, that's kind of a shame to me, but I, I, I kind of understand why they do it. But at the same time, Seems like it's kind of a bummer for people who miss out. Yeah, I, I, what I will say in terms of Disney doing that is they kind of get away with it because a lot of people that go to Disneyland are native to the Los Angeles area or at least to California or to the West Coast. And so a lot of the people who travel to Disneyland are Disneyland people. So if they hear that, you know, the Hulk meet and greet is coming. Everyone's going to go use their annual pass or they're just going to go visit. Um, Whereas Disney World is a more popular tourist destination for people Mm -hmm. from all over the world. So I I think because Disneyland is more catered to the locals and it has been traditionally more popular for locals, I think they can kind of get away with that with having Avengers Campus there, yeah. being able to kind of turn things over so quickly. It just seems like it's a lot of money to make all this technology and have That's all these exactly costumes. That's exactly what I was thinking. Because the Moon to be Knight... temporary. The, uh, the Moon Knight costume was unbelievable. Like his yeah. eyes lit up and it's just, I don't think you're going to get it that long. So. so I just wonder how often they'll bring them back randomly, you know, that they'll just kind of have them on hand. Yeah. So the next thing that they, uh, one of the other, th- we're, we're kind of not really going in chronological order. So the next thing that we have on our list that was announced was um, uh, basically the King Thanos battle experience. Um, this looks wild because we, so we knew that, that Web Slingers um, was kind of like the Millennium Falcon Smugglers run to um galaxy's edge rise of the resistance like it was just kind of like the precursor ride um so apparently this new one is going to be a multiverse experience where where um the heroes like have to fight thanos i do not know what it's going to be like um i heard rumblings that it was going to be kind of like the experience in um paris the the rock and roller coaster transformation but because it's brand new in Disneyland, I don't. It's, we, they don't have rock and roller coaster, so it's going to be like a brand new thing. I do not know how it's going to go or what it's going to happen with it. But uh, the concept art poster is insane for it. I mean, you have like three different versions of Spider-Man in this thing. Um, there's like a cartoon comic book version of of uh, Iron Man, um, Captain Carter, uh, Battle Hulk, and regular Hulk. Um, there's just like so much happening in the concept art for it that it seems like it's going to be utterly wild. And then, uh, King Thanos has like a really kind of silver Fox kind of beard thing going on. It's very interesting. Um, 
I'm really interested to see what this is going to be like, but I, I don't expect we're going to see it for quite a while. And I think, I think Endgame was peak Marvel. Yeah. So I, I think it's brilliant to be incorporating Thanos in to this attraction. Um, I think a lot of people who were Marvel people did even stop at Endgame to try to like catch up on all the Marvel content because that's sort of a natural stopping point. Um, there's, you know, phase four and five now, but I know several people who stopped after Endgame. So I yeah. think this will be able to appeal to the greater Marvel audience, to even people who have not kept up with all the other details. Right. It might seem a little confusing if they see all these people from the multiverse or whatever, but but they'd at least be able to know what's going on when they see Thanos and they would recognize a lot of the Avengers. Right. And Thanos has been around for a decade now because we first saw him in uh, the post credit scene of, of the Avengers. So um, I think it's going to be really good. Uh, I hope we haven't experienced, um, I almost said Marvel land, but we haven't experienced Avengers campus yet. So um, I, I'm excited. I'm hoping we go back to Disneyland before this opens up. Cause it's probably, I, I would venture to say we're probably not going to see it till 2026, maybe 2025, but, um, those years don't even feel like real numbers. <laughs> so who knows when we're going to see it, but I'm, I'm hoping that it's, um, sooner rather than later. Cause I'm sure it's going to be great. Um, this is one, this next one is actually one that we did predict page specifically predicted it. Um, and it is that Big Hero 6 is coming to California Adventure in the um, way of San Francisco. So why don't you talk about this one? Because you literally predicted this on, I think, IP we wanted to see in the parks. Yes. Yeah, so in IP we wanted to see in the parks, I said, you know, I know we have the Baymax experience in Walt Disney World. Um why do we not incorporate that into DCA when San Francisco would so naturally fit in the Pacific Wharf area? Right, right. I just didn't know realistically how we could get away with that with adding what I my idea was sort of a an attraction where you'd be able to kind of fight alongside the team here. Um and so it would have to be interactive, maybe inside of a building or some kind of 4D experience, maybe even something like Soarin' or Flight of Passage where you're on a motorcycle of sorts or yeah. something, um, in which case you would need a large space to be able to make that happen. Mm -hmm. So I don't know exactly what they're going to do here Yeah, with a big Hero 6 area with, with a San Francisco because the Pacific Wharf is really that little restaurant cove not with the bridge. Super, right, it's not super big. It looks like from the concept art that... Um, uh, gosh, I don't think the concept art is very good because it has Baymax like peeking around the corner and he has a stick coming out of his head. It's cute. Um, but the it looks like the earthquake bridge it's gonna is going to be with the um, sort of uh, Chinese or, or Tokyo inspired. The big red um, bridge. Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we'll see. I, I don't know what I don't know what's going to happen with it. But um, I know the Baymax is going to be there for for hugs um, and meeting people. And I know that'll be a big draw. So. Pretty cool. I, you know, pretty I'm cool. just excited that either I guessed something that Disney was about to announce or someone listened and took my idea. Right, exactly. Um, I, I, I keep saying I need to rewatch that. And I think one day I'm just going to put it on. Um, so, okay. Uh, the next thing that we did get an update on, um, we already knew about this. And this is a little bit both um, 
Disney World and Disneyland related, but we're still kind of in Disneyland, is uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure. We got we got an update on that. What was really nice about it is that we actually ended up getting um, a a um, like a like a like a three D model, I should say, of of what um, the ride's going to look like. And actually, I'm I'm pretty pleased because from the looks of it. Um, the actual, it looks like the actual frame of Splash Mountain is going to stay almost identical. Um, there's going to be some changes, obviously the briar patch is gone, things like that, but, um, the bones are still going to be there. And I, I'm really happy about that because I think I love that ride and I'm glad to, I, I knew it was going to be mostly unchanged as far as like mechanics go, um, and like the ride experience, but, um, I'm really glad to see that it's going to be very similar um, from an experience standpoint as as what we already have. Yes, and they also announced alongside of giving us more details about what this ride, this attraction will look like, um, that in Disneyland, they are opening a shop um, and a restaurant, which they actually opened up the shop this week already. Um, they They had pictures that they released and it's all out there. Um, so that's super exciting that we've already been able to take a peek inside of of the shopping experience that's going to pair so well with this ride. So I am so, so excited for this one. I was not a fan of Splash Mountain, the attraction. It had nothing to do with the storyline or any of that. Um, it was, I don't like water rides, but I love Princess and the Frog. And now that I've endured Splash Mountain enough times to not be totally mortified by it, I think I can manage with a with a storyline that I'm going to be really excited about seeing. So did uh, I think it's Eudora's? Is that what you're thinking of the boutique? Yeah. It already. When did it open? Um, I saw pictures from DFB. They okay. That so they it's like a little restaurant week. too, almost right. It has like little food and things. Well, there's or no? two things. There's um the boutique, and then there's going to be food. Yeah, in Critter Country, I think the restaurant's opening up, which is fun. Uh, you know what? I think that's actually Tiana's Palace Restaurant that's going to be opening up in, excuse me, New Orleans Square at Disneyland, which is one of the best part. I wish the Magic Kingdom had, um, I really, really wish the Magic Kingdom had New Orleans Square. Um, but that's, yeah, that's exciting stuff. Um, and one of the articles that I read, actually, it referred to uh, Tiana's Palace, um, the new restaurant that's going to be coming. Um as um, almost like Kiana's own um, uh, princess castle, which I think is kind of fun because it's her restaurant that she ends up uh, getting in the in the movie. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, the store opened officially in Disneyland on September twentieth. Cool. Yeah, that's like just like four days ago. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. Do you have anything else about the uh, the Bio Adventure? Or I mean, I'm just excited that it's that we got some more details on it because like yeah, I love to that. I love seeing the model of it. I think that's awesome mm-hmm. that they gave us um, sort of a better look at what that's going to look like without just those you know cartoon versions of of what it's going to be. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Cool. Um, obviously, we know that. Um, Toontown is being updated in uh, Disneyland. And part of that update is that there's going to be a Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway coming, which is great. Um, And we did get some concept art for it. Uh, The concept art for the new Toontown, um, to me, looks really, really exciting. Uh, There's so so for those of you who don't know or who have never 
been to Disneyland before. Um, Toontown was one of those places where um, you were able to actually like go into characters' houses. So like you could walk through Mickey Mouse's house and then meet him at the end. Same with like um, Minnie and Donald's house as a, as a boat, which actually is staying, which is kind of fun. And then there's like Chippendale's Treehouse and Goofy's Bounce House and stuff like that. Um, but we did get some concept art and it looks like it's going to be so much fun with just... Um, I don't know, like it has like it has new stuff, but it also still kind of feels like it's a little bit um, reminiscent of what was already there with like City Hall and all these fun little things. Um, uh, it looks like in one of the concept art pictures, there's actually um, they actually showed us pictures of the queue for Mickey and Minnie's, which is exciting. And uh, part of that queue is just like there's like a Mickey and Minnie on a um, disco floor. That's that's kind of fun, <laughs> um, and just all these really cool little. It's almost like an interactive queue, like you would see at like Seven Dwarves Mine Train or whatever. It is the exact thing I thought in yeah, my head. But it looks fun because I like the queue in Hollywood Studios, but it's um, this one looks like it's got a little more happening, which is exciting. So um, I've always been a big fan of Toontown, and I am excited to see what happens. I do not know if Mickey's house is staying or not, but I, I hope it is because Mickey's house, I think it is, but I really hope that it's still there because it was just such a fun experience. And for people who may have gone to Disney World years and years and years ago, we actually used to have Toontown as well because mm -hmm. um, we would go when we were kids. We would go to Toontown in Disney World. I I want to say that was gone by the time I was in middle school. So would it close to 2005-ish? I'm trying to see. It looks like... Um, I'm having a hard time finding it, actually. Uh, 2011? Yeah, 2011 is when it was permanently closed. Does that sound right to you at all? Really? That late? Well, because what it's saying essentially is that it had to make way for um, the new Fantasyland area, that expansion. So yeah, it says 2000, 2011. So I don't know. Um, do you want to stick with that or keep looking or do you want me to move on to one you of the You can go ahead and move on and I will, I will see if I can find more about when it went. Yeah, throw your hand up if you have more details on it. But um, while we are... Uh, while we're waiting on that, um, we got some information about the new Pixar hotel, um, that's going to be replacing the Paradise Pier Hotel or the Paradise Hotel in, um, in Disneyland. Uh, the Paradise Hotel in Disneyland is like one of three hotels on property, um, which if you are only familiar with Disney World, you can just like fall out of your seat right now that they only have three disney hotels on property um this one looks really cool i think the paradise hotel is beautiful and it's a lot of fun um but this new pixar place hotel is the official name of it um it is uh we got some concept art of it um one of the big concept art pieces we saw was a finding nemo uh water area that seems like a lot of fun um i i don't really have i don't know i mean i i think it'll be cool i know that um there was a gosh, what where was it? It was in Shanghai where the Toy Story Hotel opened up, I think, or maybe it was Tokyo. I can't. Do you know what I'm talking one. about? Though? Yeah, I can't remember which park it was in. Yeah, so there's a um, there there's the fact that they're bringing a um, a Pixar hotel to Disneyland just seems really cool to me. Um, the concept art that we've seen for it seems beautiful. There's like a really cool. Um, almost like a mobile that that's hanging from the ceiling of the art. Um, some really cool looking restaurants, and uh, the entryway is very almost like Art Deco with um the Luxo ball and stuff like that. So, uh, 
Uh, yeah, the Paradise Hotel's been there since um, since the early days of DCA, and I think it'll be a nice addition, for sure. I, I agree. I think I think they needed something fresh in terms of on property resorts in California. Agreed. I think they need to like expand their reach and get like seven hundred acres. Um, actually, way more than that, I guess. However many acres they need to really expand Disneyland, right. that's what they should do. And then they would have to displace a bunch of the people that live in Anaheim, so um, they will not do that. Yeah, and they have to say build up, you know, like a, like a fifteen-story Disney. Yeah, like Sky Disney. Yeah, perfect. Did you find anything else out about Toontown? All I could find was 2011. And Weird. to me, maybe, maybe my memory of it is because after I got into middle school, we didn't go do that anymore. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. So that's remember. probably more what that was. The only thing that I really did in, in Toontown was uh, Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. Um, as I got older, especially, but it's such a cool place. I'm, I'm, I'm just glad they're revitalizing it for, for young kids. Okay. Um, a couple other things in Disneyland before we move on over to Disney World. Um, the first one is that there um, is a new, quote, nighttime spectacular coming. Uh, they are going to be uh, – there's two of them technically. But uh, the first one is that um, they are going to be updating uh, World of Color to World of Color 1. Um, and that is going to be telling the story of 100 Years of Disney Magic which is really, really fun. Um, and then it looks like Wondrous Journeys is going to be in Disneyland, like a new fireworks show. Um, and so these are actually going to be really kind of leaning into the 100 years of Disney animation from 1923 to 2023. Um, I, I, as long as it's better than the Christmas World of Color, I, I think it'll be in good shape. I think it will be. And I think I think Disney has so much content to work with the this point like even the new fireworks show that they're planning on doing it says that they're gonna focus on the wonder of disney animation and storytelling and so they can pull it all the way back to the early early cartoons right. mm -hmm. and kind of just go through the progression of the 100 years of content that they've got so i i think they have so much to work with it's gonna be hard for them to screw it up yeah, and World of Color has been basically unchanged since 2010. So it's been there for a very, very long time, like 12 years. And I think it's I think it's nice that they're changing it a little bit. Um, okay, last thing in uh, Disneyland before we move over to what's going on in Disney World, which there is a lot. Uh, Run Disney is back in, in Disneyland, which is exciting. That is the thing I was most excited about with the Disneyland announcements because... I have done one in-person run Disney run in Walt Disney World. And since I got into running, Disneyland has not had run Disney events. So I'm so excited that they're bringing this back. I think it's going to be a goal of mine and hopefully of Steven's as well. Yeah, we'll I, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it for sure. Um, To maybe go and do a run Disney event in Disneyland. I think it'd be awesome. And it would probably be way less humid. Yeah, it's it's going to be cool. I don't know what the track, not the track, but I don't know what the race um, route is route, the word you're looking track, for. Yeah. I don't know what the route's going to look like, but I do know um, that like their ball road is one of the main roads that you get off of when you're on I-5 to get to Disneyland. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be some running around the neighborhoods. They're probably going to like shut down some of the roads and stuff like that early in the morning. Um, they know what they're doing. So it'll be really cool. I know Disneyland Drive 2 that kind of takes you right by downtown disney is going to probably be 
um, part of part of the running experience. So I, I'm excited about this. And we've already talked about um, making sure that we are um, we're there for one of the races eventually, because I think that'd be a lot of fun. I still would like you to do a run Disney race in Walt Disney World just yeah. because it is so magical. And we did a whole episode on run Disney. If you want to hear more about what the race looks like, the logistics of it, the cost, all of that information, we did a whole run Disney episode. So check that one out too. Totally. Okay. Let's uh, move over to Walt Disney World because there's so much to talk about. And we are just going to jump straight into these new lands coming. In Magic Kingdom. Oh, my goodness. Threefold. You've got Coco, Encanto, and Villains. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this would be the largest ever expansion to Magic Kingdom. And, wow, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about it because it seems like it seems like it's going to add such a new life to the park. And tying in both old characters and new characters that have been so, so popular. So obviously we don't know much about which villains or who's going to be incorporated or who we're going to see represented there specifically yet. But we do know that we are getting Coco and Encanto here. And those two franchises, what a brilliant, brilliant choice of bringing in these additional cultural pieces, including more diverse faces that these kids are going to be able to meet in the parks. Um, I think it's brilliant. I think I'm going to feel like a little kid when I go see Casita for the first time. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. so, so excited for that. Um, I'm hoping that we would get some really cool costumes, sort of like the Ernesto de la Cruz that is oh in Disneyland. Gosh. I was going to mention that because that is unbelievable. Okay. It's amazing. I'm so excited that we're going to Mickey's Not So Scary, but Oogie Boogie Bash to me feels like something I would almost rather go to because it just seems like they pull out all the stops for that every year. I'm not trying to say I'd rather go because I really am mm-hmm. like over the moon that I get to see the Sanderson yeah. sisters perform. I put a spell on you. Oh, for sure. In like 10 days. I want to do both. Like don't, I really want to do both. I'm just saying that he's at Oogie Boogie and it just seems yes, incredible. For sure. Um, Yeah. The concept art for it. What I like about it is it starts off in like uh, Miguel's, you know, home, um, where you know you kind of are in the in like the marketplace that he runs through uh toward like the beginning of the film and then there's uh, looks like maybe the graveyard where he uh or where they have picnics and stuff like that where and they're then, celebrating Dia de los muertos right and then ernesto de la cruz's um guitar is in the uh, mausoleum yeah nah, mausoleum. is that the right word yeah yeah i think it's the right word okay um so it looks like that area, and then off to the right hand side, you have the entire like area where where Encanto takes place, and then like you have to basically squint and look back in the distance to see like all this dark stuff, and I think that's where the villains area is going to be. But it's like there's really no telling what it's going to be yet. If I had to guess, Maleficent is probably going to be present. It kind of looks that way, doesn't it? Because almost you see like something. I think I see something like flying in the sky. I know. And there's a castle. I don't know. It's really, really hard to make out what it is. So here's what I don't want to do is I don't want to get my hopes up for all of this. And then it'd be like Mary Poppins all over again. So one of the things that's interesting is um, Diamaro, who is... uh, um, Josh tomorrow. Uh, Josh, mm-hmm. Josh tomorrow. Yeah, excuse me. He um he said when he was introducing this um he said that he 
he it might make people nervous uh, because he said there's really big announcements and some of it's definitely happening. Um, some of these concepts could drastically change is what he said. And we remember what happened with Epcot's big announcement like four year, three, four years ago. And now, mind you, Epcot made those announcements and then COVID hit. So they did have to pivot That's, and that is Disney true. took some pretty big financial hits in certain areas. So it is understandable. However... We would hope that they wouldn't give us all these big teasers if they weren't like pretty serious about them. Yeah, that would that would be our hope. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited about this. Um, I, I think anytime that you, it's kind of like twofold because it's like um, it sounds in theory like increasing foot traffic area is going to be a good thing, but then it's just going to bring in more people and it's still going to be just as crowded. It's kind of like adding lanes to a highway. It doesn't really alleviate traffic. It just adds more traffic. Um, so I don't know what that's going to do to the parks, but I think it'll be nice to have more, you know, stuff to, to kind of break up where people go and what they're doing. And I think Disney World is so big that it's, you know, there's still four parks if they're adding lands to both Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. And they've done all this expansion work with Epcot and so, and with Hollywood Studios adding both Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land in the last, you know, 10 years, it's like they're really trying to up their game and become scalable to the amount of crowds that they're receiving. Yeah. So will that probably, again, increase the crowds? Yes. But this is scalable. Like, they have the land to do this, and they got more people, so they're making more area for it. So I think it's smart. Well, not only that, but they're also expanding uh, the largest park, Animal Kingdom, and they are getting rid of Dinoland USA and replacing it with Zootopia and Moana, which is really exciting. Um, what you're you're a big Animal Kingdom head, so what do you what are your first thoughts on this? So my initial thoughts are, I am a tiny, tiny bit sad to see Dinoland go. Sure. Um. Because I am assuming in taking that out that we're also going to lose the dinosaur ride. Like, that would be my assumption. Or are they only taking out, like, the carnival-type area? You know what I mean? So we yeah. don't really have these details yet. I don't know. Um. However, what they're proposing to replace it with and the concept art, I mean, it looks like the level that they did with Pandora. Yeah, what's exciting to me about it is in Moana, it looks like there's a flume ride. Uh, if you look at the left-hand side of the picture there. Yeah, that's the thing I'm not yeah. super um, stoked on. I, 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 Moana seems exciting to me. I don't really care about Zootopia as much. I know that they're bringing that, um, you know, out out east to, I think, Shanghai Disney's getting that. Um, if I'm getting this wrong, I apologize. I could just keep scrolling down and tell you uh, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, Shanghai Disney. Yeah, they're getting a Zootopia land, and we, we heard about that. But um, I don't know. I'm 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 not. If it's going to be similar stuff to what we're, we've seen coming to Shanghai to Animal Kingdom, I'm not as excited about it. But at the same time, I, I think it'll be cool. And I think the Moana the Moana section is just going to be incredible. Um, Dick, I love the style. I think that film is fantastic. And I'm so excited that they're incorporating all of this new IP into the parks. We literally talked about it like super recently. Yeah. Just like adding in new IP and, and stuff like that. Um, okay. So do you have any, like, I don't know. I, I don't, because details are so sparse, I don't really have that much to say about it other than I think that it's a really smart idea um, that they're doing all of this. And uh, I, I, I 
it's kind of like you have to sort of hold your breath because we're not going to get anytime soon. And um, it's not like it's going to happen in the next two years, I would imagine. Well, right. Like we're probably talking the next 10 years, sort of like when we started hearing rumblings about Toy Story Land or yeah. Galaxy's Edge was a little bit more sudden. They, I think they didn't give us as much yeah. time ahead of time because they, they wanted people to come more quickly for that. But I think some of these announcements, because they gave us so much, I don't think it's possible for them to get it all done in the next four years. You know so what I mean? The first time that we, this is kind of off topic slightly, but the very first time that we ever heard about Galaxy's Edge was in December of 2016. We were um, in Disneyland and I don't remember, I don't remember if it was like a sign or if a cast member told us, but they were walking kind of um, by Critter Country in that area um, toward like the very end of the park. And someone's like, oh yeah, they're turning this entire area into like a Star Wars thing. That was twenty late 2016, and it didn't open until January 2020. So it'll be it'll be a handful of years, to say the least. Um, we got to see the Dreamer statue. Uh, that's going to be coming to Epcot. It's really nice. Uh, it's just a big statue of Walt sitting and looking off into the distance with a dream in his heart. I, I don't. I don't know what else to say about it besides it's that. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be sitting cool. in Epcot. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, and some of these I don't really have too much to say about, so I'm just going to kind of rapid fire them. And if you want to pause, pause and, and, and jump in on it, just let me know. But, uh, the new Nighttime Spectacular is coming to Epcot, which is replacing Harmonious, which is funny to me because Harmonious hasn't really been around, but more than a year, if that. So the fact that they're replacing it already is interesting. Um, it, it's going to be like a, it's really leaning into that whole, a uh, hundred years of of magic and wonder that Disney's leaning into this year. So I, it's cool. I I, I we haven't even seen Harmonia, so we'll we'll, we'll catch it um, in a couple of days, I guess. But yeah, it's um it's being replaced. Yeah, I I think it's smart for them to because I think a lot of this they did for the fiftieth of Walt Disney World, trying to get things done and out, but. Also, then having something new again for the Disney's 100 years of Disney, um, I think is really smart because then people will come back. Yep, 100. That's they're coming for the 50th, and then they're going to come for the 100th, and then there will be, you know, new Magic Kingdom stuff they're going to come for, then new Animal Kingdom stuff, new Disneyland stuff. Just keep on, uh, you know, Disneyland. They keep adding because we'll keep coming. Well, and and that was Walt's whole thing is that it'll never be finished. So. Um, yeah, that'll be cool. One thing I'm 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 actually pretty excited about is that the Hatbox Ghost is coming to Haunted Mansion in Disney World. Uh, this has been a pretty big staple of Disneyland's uh, Haunted Mansion for a very long time. Uh, Imagineer um, Mark Davis, who was actually um, considered like one of Disney's nine old men from the early days, he created the um, the Haunted Mansion Hatbox Ghost, um, and um, it was like really innovated. It was very much of like an illusion kind of animatronic um, at its time. And so I, I guess I didn't realize that it's never been in Disney World, but it's coming. Um, and people are seem to be excited about that. People have been so excited about this one online. Yeah. So uh, I think it's a smart really move. Cool. He's I really think it's a cool. smart move. Yeah. Uh, Figment's coming back to Epcot uh, as a costumed character, so it seems. Or wait, it says it's pup puppet, actually. Yeah, costumed puppet character. I, I don't know what this is going to be like. Um, I guess it's just going to be a figment puppet that you can get your picture with. So, you know, figment's back, I guess. Yeah, they they actually have not revealed um, 
whether it's going to be a costume character or a puppet that's there's just sort of speculation that that's what it would be so it'll be covered in felt we'll and see if people waited hours and hours and hours for a popcorn bucket i'm thinking disney was on to something by saying they're going to bring him back for a meet and greet yeah i don't see myself waiting to meet figment but you know good on good on you um certainly seems fun uh, okay, the next thing was uh, Moana Journey to Water, uh, Journey of Water. Uh, opening date was revealed, um, quote, revealed as late 2023. Uh, there's going to be a 16-foot statue of Tefiti, um, which is kind of exciting. Um, we're going to see that. And uh, this was one of those things that was announced years ago as well. And we knew it was coming, but I, I don't know. I mean, we, we have more of an idea of when it's coming. So I, I'm excited about it because I think that... Uh, it's going to be nice, but other other than that, I, you know. I'm excited for I'm the walkthrough. Yeah. I wish that it was opening sooner, of course, so that we could have a chance to see it on this trip. I was almost positive we were going to see it on this trip as well as the next thing. I'm, I'm a little disappointed that things are taking so long. But I it's, know. You know, that's sort of how it goes. And that kind of leads into the next one, too, with Tron. Oh, um, my gosh. They are looking at opening in spring of 2023. So I know they've already had several sort of test runs with people riding this, but it's not going to be open until the spring. We got our tickets for Disney world in January is when I bought them. Um, and I told Paige, I'm like, we're talking about it. And I'm like, okay, we're going to have to do rider switch, you know, for Tron. Like I, we, we're going to have to ride it. No, no question. And <laughs> I was pretty confident that in 10 months it was going to be open and it is not. So we have to keep waiting. A little bit longer. What can you say about Tron? It's taking a very, very, very long time. and It better be good. And what's funny to me is that it's already in Shanghai in the new Tomorrowland. So I don't... It's not like they have to reimagine it from scratch. Like they already have... They already have the blueprints, but... Well, they're just trying to get it right. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's all. You know, measure twice, uh, Tron once. There you go. Okay. Uh, we got a little bit of new information about Disney Cruise Lines. Um... There's going to be the new Disney treasure ship, which is kind of cool. I thought that the wish was really exciting. That was the new thing. And now we have a new one, the treasure. And this one I think is going to be really intriguing. It's drawing from more like Asia and Africa. Um, Aladdin and Jasmine were a part of this um, announcement here. And so I am interested in this one, actually, of all the cruise ships. I, I think that one sounds Interesting. I was talking to my friend about this and my friend from work. They're big Disney people and we'd love to have her on the show sometime. Um, they are DVC members. They've, they've been on a Disney cruise. They go all the time. They've been annual pass holders. They've done Disney with multiple children at once. So we'd love to have her expertise come in here and share a little bit about some of those things sometime. But they're really excited for the treasure. Yeah. I, I still really want to go on the Wish though because I want to go to the... Um what is it, the hyperspace lounge or something like that? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't want to get that $5,000 drink. And get your Star Wars drink. <laughs> no, I do not want a $5,000 drink, but I do want to go there really bad. And I, I want to go on both of them. Um, so that'll be exciting. Um, perhaps more exciting is that uh, the Wonder is going to start going, the Disney uh, Wonder is going to start going to Australia and New Zealand, which is exciting. Um, and it looks like uh, some other cruises are going to be going to the South Pacific, including Fiji and Samoa. So they're kind of uh, some new stuff happening with cruises. It's it's exciting. Um, I still want to go on like the Alaskan cruise. That'd be I know. sweet. The Mickey Mouse for that one is so adorable I in really his little outfit. I really want to go on that one. But uh, Australia and New Zealand cruise would be incredible. 
that would be a dream. Just very, very long travel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the other thing that they announced is that uh, Lighthouse Point got an update. Uh, the new private island um, is still underway. Uh, basically, um, it's taking a while because they're working on like preserving the Bahamas and being respectful of the environment while also celebrating and lifting up the culture there. Um, we got some concept art of uh, a recreation center, some food and merch stuff, and then just some activity centers. Uh, like anything that Disney does, it looks pretty outstanding. I do not know when or if I'll go to that, um, but it seems neat. So always pretty cool that uh, that Disney has private islands that you can just go to and hang out on. I know. And they have really cool stuff at each of their little islands and stuff. Yeah, so it's I really mean, neat. Spoiler, we've never been on a cruise before. Um, I've always been a little bit adverse to going on a cruise, but this will be, uh, whenever we do go on one, Disney or Disney cruise will be our first. That's that's for ding-dang sure. Yep. So um, that's really what we wanted to focus on. There are some other stuff with like Shanghai Disney updates uh, and some other parks outside of the U.S., but we don't really, that's not really our forte as much because we've never been to those. Um, there's some updates on Zootopia Land. It seems just okay to me. They have... Um, They're doing a frozen Arendelle yeah. area. Is that in Hong Kong? Uh, yeah, Hong Kong. And Hong Kong's getting a new statue. Uh, Tokyo Disney is getting some some cool uh, Elsa audio animatronics that sings Let It Go in Japanese. Um, That's actually really neat. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then there was also a, uh, a the new Space Mountain um, uh, concept art came out for Tokyo, which which I mean we've seen it actually, but it, it just seems pretty sweet. Um, the only thing I'll say about about parks outside of the U.S. is that uh, Officer Clawhauser um, from Zootopia he looks like an adorable animatronic, but he has those horrible projected projection eyes, and um, it's so it's just it's it really freaks me out. So I can't I can't deal with that. Um, yeah, there's just so much happening. I'm I'm excited about it all. Um, it's D23 is great. Again, I love the I love the movies. I love the TV show updates. But something about the park updates just really hit hard um, because they're just something that you can be so you can really anticipate and be so excited about. And um, pretty much everything they talked about, I was just like, wow, I I absolutely cannot wait to do that. So that's going to about wrap it up for us. Uh, we want to thank everyone so much for listening. In the next couple of weeks, we're going to have um, some updates on our upcoming Disney World trip that we, we just cannot wait for. And then when we get back, we're going to have a bunch of um, topics about our trip, um, talk about you know where we're staying at Caribbean Beach, uh, going to Disney World with a baby, um, and then just overall, you know, just our experiences and what happened and stuff like that. So um as always, you can find us on Instagram at the Parks Academy. We are on the parksacademypod.com. Um, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can also find us there. Everything that you would need is going to be in the show notes and also on our website. So again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, listening. We, we appreciate all of you guys and uh, all your support. And until then, we will catch you next time. Mm-hmm.